Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle. Because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider. And also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Hi everyone, I'm Cheryl Butler, and you're listening to the Mighty Mommy's Quick and Dirty Tips podcast, which will help make your life as a parent a little bit easier and a lot more fun. Welcome. Today's episode is number 432, Five Tips for Parents of Teens Learning to Drive, because teaching your child to drive will definitely be a time in your life you'll never forget. As the mom of eight kids, I can tell you one of my least favorite moments in parenting, teaching them to drive. My sixth child is about to start driver's education classes later this summer, and if all goes well and he passes his permit test, I'll be leaving the Department of Motor Vehicles in the passenger seat with my son as my new driver. With nearly six young drivers under my belt, I have learned to relax a little more, a little, not a lot and my knuckles don't even turn white any longer as I cling to the dashboard. If you have an eager teen who is about to get behind the wheel, Mighty Mommy has five tips that can help keep you sane and a little less anxiety-ridden. Tip number one, assess readiness. Just because your child turns 16 doesn't mean he or she is necessarily ready to drive. There are factors to consider such as maturity, social readiness, and whether or not your child seems overly anxious or seems confident that he or she is ready to get behind the wheel. In my brood of kids, two were not ready to begin driver's education classes until they were nearly 18. That extra two years made a world of difference because they had time to mature and get more prepared. Although these two drivers were a bit delayed in getting their licenses, they still had an active role in getting ready because they became co-pilots rather than passengers. In MetLife's Teaching Your Teen to Drive, the authors shared some very practical advice for any teen and his parent getting ready to take this big step. Remember, the road looks very different from the passenger side. Take a ride in the passenger seat before experiencing it for the first time with your new driver. This way, you can have a better feel for how the road looks from the passenger's point of view and you'll have one less surprise when your teen takes the wheel. For example, it can be difficult to tell from the passenger seat if the vehicle is centered in its lane, if you usually see the road from the driver's seat. Tip number two, lighten up. When my oldest child learned to drive, I didn't exactly instill a can-do attitude in her the first few times we drove together. 
I'm ashamed to admit that, instead of feeling good about the fact that she now had her permit, I was focused on what might go wrong while she was behind the wheel. I was certain that every guardrail and curb that we passed would end up inside the car. I held on to the armrest for dear life. I'm afraid I just wasn't very supportive. After driving with her a few times, however, I realized that she was actually doing a very good job. She knew the difference between the brake and the gas pedal. What could go wrong? When your new driver is starting out, it's best to keep the mood light and focus on praising all the good practices. Brittany, I like how you always look over your shoulder before changing lanes. Positive commentary helps build their confidence and make good habits stick. Tip number three, practice off the road. The first time your teen actually drives the car, start in a safe location, like an empty parking lot. Have your teen practice applying gas and brakes, driving straight, turning, and backing up. We have an industrial park near our home that's usually empty after 5 p.m. All our drivers learn to feel comfortable in the car in this place without having to worry about traffic and other drivers. It can take several outings to learn how to navigate the car and to figure out how much pressure to apply to the brakes to stop or how far to move the steering wheel to turn. So, it's far better to have a safe environment with very little traffic to do so. Tip number four consider professional driving lessons. I did teach most of my kids to drive. However, I did have one child who was just too nervous to have me instructing. So, after only a couple of times driving together, we both agreed that professional driving lessons were the way to go. In Three Benefits of a Driving School Training Program, the author states that drivers too often get on the road without having enough knowledge of road rules that are required to be a safe driver. To combat this, driving school teaches at almost an individual level. It pairs trained driving professionals with teen drivers to give them the best possible education of the rules and procedures of the road. It's one thing to read about street laws and driving practices. It's another thing altogether to experience them firsthand. The article also explains that teenage drivers either display overconfidence or lack of confidence which can lead to more teen traffic accidents. Driving school helps young drivers gain the confidence they need to be safe, effective drivers without being overbearing on the roads. It doesn't help teens to have a nervous parent yelling at them from the passenger seat. The best thing is to put the task into the hands of a patient professional. And tip number five, do up a teen driving contract. I'll never forget the first time I handed over the car keys to my oldest daughter when she got her driver's license. She was 16 and a half, a straight A student, and super responsible. I watched her pull out of the driveway in my minivan alone and remained in a near catatonic state for minutes after she left our neighborhood. She was supposed to be going to pick up milk at the store up the street and should return safely in less than 20 minutes. An hour later, we didn't have cell phones back then. She still hadn't come back. Two hours later, still no Brittany. My mind went straight to the worst scenario. She was rolled over in a ditch, submerged in water, and no one would ever find her. Finally, nearly three hours after she left, my prayers were answered, and she returned safely with a gallon 
of warm milk. She was so excited about getting her license that she decided to drive to a few of her friends' houses. It turned into a mini-celebration, and she lost track of the time. It wasn't her intention to drive me insane with worry, but it was then that I realized we were going to have to set some clear rules about driving alone. Many driving schools and insurance companies recommend that you have your teen driver sign a driving contract. This helps define exactly what is permitted and not acceptable for your student driver once they earn their license. Teendriving.com has a sample driving contract that outlines some safety, good driving skills, and some miscellaneous areas such as the car. Which car or cars will your teen be allowed to drive? The contract should specify that clearly. Good car care, putting gas in when needed, taking care of oil changes, tire pressure, and regular maintenance. Also, keeping the car free of clutter and trash. And insurance decisions. If your teen will be paying for their own insurance, the contract is a great place to have it stated. Some parents find that having their teen pay for insurance provides some incentive for avoiding reckless on-road behavior that often results in accidents. And safety. Always obey the speed limit and the traffic laws and always wear seatbelts. They should make sure that any passengers are buckled up as well. Let you know when they're coming and going. Never use cell phones while driving. This is incredibly important to stress to them. Never engage in drinking or drug use, and not drive with friends in the car for a while. They suggest that teens not be allowed to drive with friends or even younger siblings in the car for the first 6 to 12 months of having their license, unless an adult is also in the car. Friends or siblings can be huge distractions. And lastly, have a curfew. Night driving is especially difficult for a new driver, and more accidents happen in the 9 to 2 a.m. time frame than during the daylight hours. Set realistic curfews, but also tell teens that if they're running late, it's always better to drive safely than speed to make up the minutes. And then they also suggest giving rewards when your teen honors the contract, such as paying for a week's worth of gas, or a slightly extended curfew, or even a free car wash. How have you managed a new driver? Please share your thoughts in the comments section at quickanddirtytips.com slash mighty-mommy, or you can post your ideas on the Mighty Mommy Facebook page. And please email me at mommy at quickanddirtytips.com. You can also visit my family-friendly boards at pinterest.com slash mightymommyqdt. Enjoy the new driver in your family. As always, thanks for listening, and until next time, happy parenting. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Why are smart businesses graduating to NetSuite by Oracle? Because NetSuite eliminates the expense of multiple business systems by consolidating your operations together into one. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. NetSuite reduces IT costs because it lives in the cloud with no hardware required, so you can access it from anywhere. You cut the cost and headaches of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. 
Bringing all your major business processes into one platform improves efficiency, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math. You'll see how you'll profit with NetSuite, too. And now, by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Just go to netsuite.com slash podcast25 for more information. That's netsuite.com slash podcast25.